you gonna intro yourself or what? How are we doing the intro? You intro yourself, and I'll intro myself. All right, All right I'm gonna start it now. How's it going? Uh, my name's Ernie. I'm uh, one half of uh, Split Screen here. Dude, this is <laughs> so corny, bro. It doesn't oh matter. It doesn't matter. Just go. Who are you? Yeah, I'm Steve. I'm the other half. <laughs> you just you took my other half. Name. You took the other half. You said you're one half. I'm the other half. I know. What did you say? Yeah, the, but I'm, I thought you were going to come up with something like, not corny. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to? How, you say I'm half? What am I supposed to say? I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm the other guy. <laughs> Damn, I feel like I got to start this timer over. All right, just all right, let's redo. There's no way. Dude, is someone holding a gun to your there's head? No way in the world, there's no statement? way in the world. There's no way in the world you can intro yourself without being corny. I can. I'll do it right now. Okay, go. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Ernie. Bam. See, not corny. Okay, that there it is. That's it. All right. So this is what we do. We're gonna talk about a movie. So the and movie today is review Steve's pick. Let's so you're gonna start the it's, review. It's a me pick. Well, last you know, the last episode we talked about sleeping through movies. So the challenge for this episode was gonna be not sleeping through a movie. Yeah. And, and I that's why I picked one that was not exciting at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was really close to falling asleep again, but just to you throw know, it out there. I was, well, the thing is, is these are those theaters that have the like reclining Yeah, that's seats. the problem with movie theaters nowadays. They're too comfortable. It's easier to sleep. They that's, give you blankets and the they problem. give you like foods, right? They give you blankets? Yeah, I've been to a few. Wait, which theater gives you blankets? I pick in Rockville. They give you blankets? Yes. They wow. Food service. They come to you and will deliver you food. Now, I've been at theaters that do that, but that's distracting. I I'm know like, it is. Dude, it I is distracting. I don't want your food service. I don't want you walking around the theater when I'm about to, like, I'm watching this movie yeah. and you're, like, yeah. taking orders. Like, mm -hmm. either get your food before the movie starts or don't. So I got food this time to make sure I didn't fall asleep. So I buttered up popcorn <laughs> nice so i didn't yeah, fall i didn't good. fall asleep congratulations because <laughs> this movie this movie was not an action movie this movie is, was called eighth grade it's written directed by comedian bo burnham features literally nobody that you know elsie fisher josh hamilton Basically, those are the only two. Yeah, I, I didn't. Know. I didn't recognize anybody. There's basically anybody. two characters. I didn't, I didn't recognize, recognize anyone. Um, 
right? Let's, this movie's gotten think? critical acclaim. Critical and audience. It's a it's a critical double. and audience yeah. acclaim. Yeah, and it's it's basically kind of like a dramedy coming of age movie about featuring one eighth grader, Kayla Day, and sort of her terrible eighth grade year and she's at the end of it and she's about to transition into high school and it just sort of goes through what the modern you know preteen teenager day in the life is which is you know I mean I guess at one point these kind of movies felt like they were really close to home this is like one of the this is one of the first coming of age movies where you're like yeah these kids are a lot different <laughs> they do things a lot different than when I, I was in eighth grade she's different generation than us she's, she's right not a different generation yeah she is she's four years younger than us I mean. okay but people who are like four years older than us felt like 50 years old that's like blatantly not your true. sister my sister just sucks okay but like on top of that she didn't have twitter in middle school and we did that made us different yeah you're not different than us yeah when did you get Snapchat? What grade? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? Let's go! I don't know. I'm so the movie itself, I I enjoyed it. I really liked it, you know. Um I thought it was well acted. Um I thought the scenes were pretty good and pretty I mean the movie is sort of just one of those make you cringe movies almost from the beginning and um i think it's just because that period of time when people are growing up is just like super awkward so i mean i was when it was kind of cringy and sometimes i don't react well to those definitely movies. cringy yeah but i mean like in some of those but sometimes the cringy movies like i usually react poorly like i don't like cringy movies that are like just cringy nonstop. but this one felt genuine it didn't feel like they were trying to make you cringe it just felt like this is what happens and mm. it felt believable it didn't feel like they were trying to get you to just squirm in your seat so yeah i had it, a, i had a different Thought. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> what a surprise! The cringe, can I give my can I give I'll my go, rating? Go, keep going. I'm just saying. Order, the cringe, you wanna... I just want to talk about the cringiness because I felt that sure. it was it, that that's what the movie did try to do. I didn't think it was like you thought they were like trying to make us yeah, cringe. Yeah. Really? I mean, it just was. It, it just made it awkward. But. For the person, the people in the movie, for whoever. But I didn't feel. But did you feel like they were doing things that wouldn't actually happen in real life? No, no, no. They weren't like that's what out I mean, of the though. ordinary things. It it's wasn't just... cringy because someone was doing something so outlandish. It wasn't like Borat, right? It wasn't like Sasha Bar no, Baron Cohen no, no. going in like trying to make people cringe and doing these like really outlandish things no. that no one would actually do. No, they were just like. I I think it's I think it tried to just make you that's yeah exactly that's how people are in 8th grade like yeah that's what everybody's like awkward and right so. I think it captured that really well yeah 
But I think they were trying to do it. I don't think it was like. Oh no, no, no! I mean, it was definitely like they were trying to make you cringe, to some degree. Yeah, you know. I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing. I just no. All right. So, what did you think about the movie? Yeah. I definitely, but coming into the movie, I knew the like premise, and from the trailers. Being where I am in life, I was thinking to myself, am I going to be able to like relate to the kid more or to the father? Like, I was really (laughs) not sure what it was going to be like. (laughs) But as I watched it, and I think it did a good job of this, it really just makes you think about, like, yourself in eighth grade. Like, because that's what it is. I mean, it's this girl who's in eighth grade. It's pretty much, like, from sixth to eighth grade, like, her transition and then she's right. transitioning again. I mean, the one thing I'll just add, like the one thing, I mean, obviously this is from like an eighth grade girl's perspective, which is really different yeah. than what an eighth grade boy's perspective would be. So that's true. I mean, I think they did emphasize some aspects of like being a female in that age group that was like that I obviously could not relate with, but was like yeah that seems like that would be really bad (laughs) you know being that old and like having all kinds of things happening you know like external forces and pressures and you know friend groups and yeah so what was you so your rating or do you want me to go more into my side well i mean what else i mean i don't know like i I mean cut you off like what else did you so things i liked or didn't like i yeah i thought and, I mean, these are just how most people are in eighth grade. But I just thought the main character was annoying. The By the end of the movie, I was just kind of annoyed. Really? Yeah. I, you know, usually you, you kind of feel for that type of character. But I didn't really, right. I didn't really feel that. Really? Yeah. I felt, wow, I was totally opposite. I felt really, like... I felt really bad for her. No, see, I, I, I didn't really. I don't know. I mean, but I could identify with some of that stuff. You know, some of the things that happened. Those kind of yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It makes you look back at your eighth grade years, and so when you think of eighth grade times, I mean, I thought they they did a little too much to make her so awkward and not like who really is that extreme like if you've gone to the mm. same school do you really not have any like friends i'm not i'm not giving away anything but i mean <laughs> even if you're the most quiet person or whatever you at least have like one friend dude have well see my experience maybe i don't know I can see I can see kids at that age. I can definitely see kids doing school it. and not having any really close friends. Like none. I can see that. I can't see none. For a whole year, if she's been going to the same school or knows the same people, has grown up with the same I mean, people. Dude I well in the yeah. No, I can 
I can totally see that. Um, and then I can totally see someone being in that. And then, position. Um, like, there were just some parts that didn't feel like they they brought it up a lot, but then I didn't really like where they went with like. So the shit, there was like an interest she had, and I thought that was not the like. They brought it up a few different times, but to me that didn't really do anything. Like, they didn't go anywhere with that. Oh, you mean like the stuff she was into? The guy she was into. Oh, the guy. I mean, that was just one of those. But they did it like multiple times. Like it wasn't just a one t- like part of the movie. It was, I felt like it was throughout. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just trying. But to I, make I mean, point. overall. I th- I thought it was decent and yeah. I feel like it what the okay so what what's what were you giving it out of ten? Out of ten, seven point two five. Okay, we're pretty close, but I mean I know our scales are kind of yeah. I'm I was gonna close give it, to you is uh, like <laughs> my rating is like a, a is like a best movie of the year for you seven point two five. Well, I was gonna give it a seven out of ten. Seven See, out of I was going to do seven, too, but I, I, don't, I have to make the ten like mean something. So 7.25. All right. Well, 7.25. We're close. I mean, which basic, the bottom line is, would you recommend people go watch it? No. I mean, it's, not, it's not a. You gave it a 7.25 out of 10, and you're like, don't go no, watch no. it? To me. What is your rating to me, if mean? It, it's seven. Like. That's seven point two five is a seventy two percent, seventy three percent. If you look at it like that's a, a passing grade. It's passing, but to me, if it's above seventy five or eighty, then I would, I would recommend it to people. So I'm over two, over two with my movies, with the movies we've done so far. Don't go see I any of the movies. It. I would recommend it. I mean, I think if you're one of those people that doesn't, that's okay to. To watch a movie that's not that's dialogue and like kind of scene heavy, just kind of yeah. I then didn't. I think you could watch it. Love. It's only an hour. It's only an hour and a half long. It wasn't like a two hour whatever. I think it's totally doable. I didn't love the the father character either. Wow, dude. They they I, they they started too too much too late with it. They should have explained a little bit more just at the very end they they kind of talk a little bit more which but it, that's i thought that was more because it's about it, her. it, it is but it and it's a, kind of everything you're kind from of her you're perspective. kind of wondering about this throughout i feel like at least i was i mean you just kind of you i think you kind of get early on that he's a single dad he's having difficulty connecting with her Okay. I mean, I think you understand that pretty early on. No, you understand that, but you want to know. I feel like I wanted to know a little bit more, but that's because you're a. That's because you're. That's dad. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I was. You should introduce yourself to. on the podcast as dad. <laughs> I was trying to just, uh, <laughs> just uh, have Isla here, and then. Dude, Isla was the star of the last pod. <laughs> All right. Well, all right. So we went too long last time, so we're gonna try to that's trim it. this thing down. Here's a sneak yeah, preview for the next movie. Yeah. So all right, Ernie's making the next pick. What's the next movie, Ernie? Black, B L A C K K K. 
Klansman. Black Klansman. I actually want to see this movie too, so yeah, I'm glad you picked yeah, it. Yeah, see? I I think even though Spike Lee Spike, as your Spike Lee, Adam Driver, what more can you ask for, Steve? I know. <laughs> Definitely Adam Driver and Spike Lee are not selling me on watching this. Uh those two guys. I'll tell you who's selling me. Who? Denzel Washington's son. Oh. Oh, his son's in this? Mm-hmm. Did you know that was his son? No. He's on Ballers. I, I don't really care. I mean, that's fine. The It's funny. The I I, I recognize the movie people from TV shows. That's how like TV is just so much better now that it I know. We'll do an we'll do a whole thing on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, let's do 10-minute topic. What did you choose, Ernie? All right. So, past 3 months I've been on this little health kick slash exercise, you know. So I thought I would just talk about one of the things. So, you know, you already know I have, like, these game changers when it comes to food and stuff. So this isn't, I mean, this isn't, like, something, like, new that no one knows about. But to me, like, being an addict of soda and juice and things, you already know where this is going. Yeah, no, I don't. And I picked up some something today from the store. It's got it's got me through yeah. this diet, kombucha. You're gonna talk <laughs> to us for ten minutes. No, about the thing. Ev- you're, no, it's not. You realize it's not, like it's not there's people in this. California and, like, that listen to this podcast. Like, I know this is not any sort of like game changing. Maryland's just discovering kombucha. It's not Maryland. It's just I am. I've 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 heard about it and. I've tried it before, but you know, it's just whatever. But that's changed my life. I don't, I don't need soda or juice anymore. Just need some kombucha. <laughs> I mean, I tried your kombucha. It's basically sparkling water. Okay, it's true, but it doesn't it's, have as much it's sugar. It's basically it have as much sugar as any of these other things, and and everybody it's has Perrier. A, yeah, no, but it has. It's it tastes like soda to me. Perrier tastes like soda no, without the flavor. No, there's no flavor. Without the it's, sugar. There's flavor. There's flavor in kombucha. Whatever. It's mm. not like this is not a ten minute segment. That's just. That's just. <laughs> that's my segment. <laughs> what is? That's this? what I thought is this about. A commercial. The, yeah. Are you, is this the commercial? Kombucha, you're trying you to, to get a sponsor? The cranberry kombucha. <laughs> no. No, I don't want to know the flavors. <laughs> are you, you're trying to get kombucha. Raspberry lemon. I tried bro. a new flavor today. It was. I didn't like it. Kombucha's not like going to sponsor this, like bro. They, they, don't, uh, they don't do pod sponsors. Man, if you knew t- how expensive kombucha is, I would love to have a kombucha sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink coconut water. That Coconut water was like, two, probably that was like two years ago, bro. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Wait, the, new, the new thing is watermelon water. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon water yeah. that's the new thing that's a new thing yeah. dude honey water how about this honey hey, water. I, I got a new thing water <laughs> water doesn't that? water doesn't do it for me doesn't quench my thirst how about that doesn't quench my thirst. <laughs> Went water yeah. it quenches your thirst <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> let's go next i'm done you're let's hear your uh, topic dude that was your 
that was your three minute hey, segment. You know what? For we're keeping this. Topic. We're keeping this podcast less than half the time of the last. Here, time. I'm gonna just I'm gonna eat into your time with yeah, this. Go eat into it. The NBA <laughs> is the best sports league in America. Gosh. I mean, define best for me. Number one. Yeah, number That's, yeah, number one. What is it's it? It's the best overall from January one to December thirty one. It provides the most entertainment off season and regular season than any other league. Debatable. Very yeah. very debatable. I'm I'm sure people would like to debate it. Because but like it's the, the best combination where basketball is a sport. That's what I want to know. The NBA, NBA, the league, the NBA, the National Basketball Association. Mm, that's that's a tough sell for me. I mean, let's give a little background here. You're a Laker fan. Sure. I'm a Laker fan. You're a Wizards. Bullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In case you're wondering what team that's for, that's Washington, folks. Yeah. Gosh. Some people out there may not know. Hey. Just saying. You Minnesota. That's cool. Minnesota Lakers. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Minneapolis. Um, um, no, but I'm just saying I think the NBA holds up the banner when it comes to – just you combination of the league, the amount of freedom the players have in the league, you know, the creativity. I, it's just I agree with a lot of things. If you if you're talking about the league as a whole and what like that's what it is. I mean, no, no, but I don't for entertainment value. I can't say the NBA is the number one. That's all. Year-round, overall, I can't say the NBA is. Year-round. Football lasts from for, like, what, 13 weeks? Football is year-round for me. No. When the Super There's Bowl probably ends, two months. It's done There's probably two, two to three months where I don't really care too much about football. Football goes from, like, fall and, like... Off-season you know, football like, and draft and things are just as interesting to me as any anything else any by, from anybody no the and nfl the, the nfl is king I can, in ratings I, I mean i whatever ratings the definitely the political issues with the nfl i feel have brought the league down and there are a lot of things no, that are wrong with but them the, but the re, no i don't though i think the political issues have highlighted what's always been a problem in the league it's literally it's like you know your star players are like a couple of guys and then like that's it the rest of the majority of the team is just unknown faces so when they make a stand and people get all ticked off because they're like i don't know who these guys are just random black guys to me then kneeling on the I, I don't know. ground I don't know yeah, they're that. just random people. 
it's like they know their big quarterback. They know the, maybe the big receiver, big running back. You know, it's a handful of guys in the league. But there's like 50 guys but on the team. I feel like that's the view of if you don't follow football. That's the view. Okay, what's the view from if you do follow football? If you do follow football, you'll you know who these people are. Like you know who the guys are. I mean, I So if I just if I gave you a lineup of all the guys that have knelt on every team, you could identify 90% of them. Yeah, probably. I don't know about 90%, but <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's dudes on the practice squad probably kneeling. I'm just saying, like, the league is built in this it's really, a, like, it's a team. the owners own everything. It's, there's it's the players built on get the team. nothing. It's built on the team. It's, it, that's not even – let's doesn't not even matter. get into CTE how, like, every like, single I, one of these guys is going to have dementia, early dementia from playing the game. But I don't think that – the league does nothing about it. I don't think that devalues the – like. Entertainment. No, Entertainment in fact, of the, they, the brutality of it is what gives it appeal, I think, for a lot of people. They like seeing the big hits. They like seeing guys get hit. Yeah. I mean. It's a violent sport. It is. And I don't think the league, then the league has done everything in their power to like cover it up. I don't know because, I mean, what, do you, what are your thoughts the about The owners what are your thoughts definitely about don't want Hockey to me is just as hockey, brutal as hockey. As NFL hockey is. probably has a sim. Yeah, hockey probably has a similar issue. There's probably similar issues. But in like hockey. the brutality, like fights, it, it's part of the sport. Well, fights in hockey have decreased a lot since, like the when I, I don't know. If you talk to old hockey hey, heads, let me tell you. Always, let me tell you what though. NBA fights need to happen more. <laughs> no. Tell me, NBA fights aren't the best. Well. I don't want to get into my little end credit segments <laughs> <laughs> already. Right, but no, NBA fights do not need to happen more. I think the reason nothing nothing why. nothing Th- that hurts when, hurts anybody like with the fans, that would that's too much, but listen, I'll tell you why I don't think NBA uh, why the NBA fights should happen more. A, it's it I don't think it helps the game. I mean, I know it's exciting in the moment, but B I think you get a lot of like there's a lot of racial backlash when NBA fly- players start fighting. Like I really think that it's perceived on the outside as you know, here are these quote unquote thugs, you know, fighting. Like thugs is the new N-word now, you know? So maybe I ha- I just feel like when the fighting goes on, it's just not a good thing. And I get it. Like the NFL doesn't have fights cuz they just basically do it on the field. Like they just if you're gonna hit someone, you can hit someone legally. Like I mean, there's there's still fights though. I, you're right. I mean, fighting isn't good. Yeah, it's it's not good for any sport. But listen, the NBA, the I feel like the players, the union of players, there's they have more power than the NFL players. They do for sure. And NBA has always marketed itself on players more than teams. Exactly. Well, yeah, and it's a there's it's less, a diverse less players, it's a diverse though. it's a way more diverse set of players too. That's international. That's true. Players from all around the world, and I think to me that just gives it a lot of appeal. This is not a game. This is not a game 
that you have to be like particularly well built. Like you don't have to be built like a tank to play. I you mean, know? NFL you, NBA players are no, uh, obviously they're amazing athletes. Like I'm not saying that. I mean, to I, me, like if you're out in public, NBA players are going to stand out more than any any other team, any other sport, by far. To me. You mean like an NBA player against an average person is going to stand out more than more an than NFL, NFL player yeah. in a in no average. way? Yes, for sure. I think it's probably the same. No, like the same with the baseball. So. I don't think I bet so. a baseball player probably – we play baseball every Thursday. None of us have even gotten close to the fence. Like if, but an, if an MLB player was hitting balls, it would be like – Oh, I mean, if you're hitting balls, but I'm saying, like, if you just were out and about and saw an NBA player, I don't think you would even know. But a basketball oh. player, you would, you'd be like, oh, that guy, oh, yeah, that yeah. guy okay, might be I in the NBA. You. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I that, that's you. what I so mean. So, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, in public, if you were to just spot them, yeah, that's probably true. Because there's a lot of NFL players. Like, I saw this video of Peyton Manning um, talking to Derek Carr on the practice sidelines of a Raiders practice and yeah. um he looks so just normal you know like yeah I mean, and Peyton Manning's Manning. probably one of the like bigger NFL guys too I right. mean like he's even like physically I mean obviously physically he's standing well. next yeah. to Derek Carr so yeah. I mean he, but at the same time like he doesn't look particularly like ripped and yeah. I know yeah. he's been retired for a while or whatever but he still looks pretty fit mm -hmm. like I'm sure he's in relatively similar shape ish to when he was when he like his final year you know and like yeah i it's, could totally to see. me it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the nfl like in the next i would say like 10 years or so i'm interested to see in what way like you think they're well, gonna make changes no i think that kids don't play it as much like parents don't want their kids playing nfl that's true but would you would you have your kid play no for sure not See, that just seems like such a contradiction to me. Like when parents are like, I wouldn't want my kids to play, but then they're happy to like watch all these other people just bash themselves <laughs> in the head. And then it's, let's not let's not let's not be I mean, let's not be coy about it. I mean, it's all these like states from like the south that send a lot of kids into the like co like high school football. For sure. Like Florida, football. Texas, those right, are it's the like a lot of mm -hmm. Florida, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, like Tennessee, all these states. Like football's huge. Like college football, amateur football is huge. And it's like their their kids are and for them those parents are not like, "Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't let my kid play football." Yeah, it's like, for them, like it's, a, a, it's like yeah, it's part of their life or it's cultural. cultural. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like all these kids these those states are already at a disadvantage in the sense that they have lower education, mm -hmm. you know, like they have poor health care, you know, it's lower socioeconomic, like all in the South. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's and what they're I'm the saying. ones like, sending their kids yeah, that's into what, the NFL. That's what I mean. Like, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the sport. All right. So go to your go to your nugget. All right. I'll go into mine. So. I told you about this the other day because I was about to make a purchase because I rarely buy things anymore. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Before you get into this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sorry. Go, what's there? No, I just since I just want to like 
because since we're trying to like standardize these episodes to some degree, I just want to like let the audience know like this is like at the end of every okay. show, Ernie and I are just going to like give a couple of recommendations of things we found interesting that we think people should check out. We can put links in the like notes yeah, at the bottom of the, the podcast. Sa- on the on the links on on the like show the notes sound ca- on the SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right. No. Um, so I, I was talking to you about this the other day, if I should buy something or just download it. And, um, normally I would just download stuff okay, or get it for free. But, um, I decided to make a purchase. Okay. So I bought a CD. Whoa. And, um, yeah. It's been a while. I can't even remember the last CD I actually bought. Okay, so wh- what made you purchase the CD? So, a couple of things. Uh, definitely this artist is... It's a little bit harder to find his material. So, sometimes it's harder to download or find find things for free. That's one, one reason. <laughs> but also, this album I've been waiting probably like three years on when it's first kind of been... When he first talked about it. Okay. Um, okay. So, so who is it? What is it? So, it's artists, and we always talk about this because I pretty much only listen to rap music. With right. Isla, it's a little bit harder nowadays. <laughs> Between <laughs> Disney, to throw in a Frozen <laughs> on repeat. Between Frozen and uh, Lion King, it's kind of hard. But um, it's a rapper named Danny Swain, Danny with the exclamation point. And uh, his album. So I actually bought it like a month ago. And it got delayed again. Shocker. It's been (laughs) delayed like three years. But it's coming supposedly August 14. Nice. So So you're doing this. It's called The Book of Daniel. The Book of Daniel. That's the title of it. You're trying to support the artist. I've, I've always supported this artist, whether it be, you know, downloading something. Right. Um, no, I think it's good. You know. People should yeah. support artists. All right. So just a little bit of background about him, though. He's it's like a two-minute chatter, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, two <laughs> minutes, just real quick. Just a little thing. <laughs> I'm playing with you. 2004. This guy, he's been out for a long time. He's been on MTV, been on a lot of things, but most people probably haven't heard about him. He's a producer first, music like rapper second. Similar producing style to, I'd say, like a Timberland. But he he just does everything. Like, he does uh, music for TV shows. He did an NFL, like, voiceover for one of the NFL programs. Okay. But – and he, he has a lot of known artists. LP, he's, he w- had an album on Def Jux, Interscope. But nice. He's just not a not a well known, but I'm gonna check it out. Danny Book of Daniel, buy it. Okay, dang, this guy (laughs) has high stamp of approval. (laughs) Um, is that it? You have anything else? Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, I have kind of one heavy item, one light item. So my heavy item. Start with the heavy, huh? Start with the heavy. Okay. So real quick, uh, the New York Times recently hired um, a technology 
uh, editorial writer by the name of Sarah Jiang and some old tweets that she had wrote uh, insulting white people uh, surfaced and there was a big like hubbub because this is now becoming a thing where we all have these social media presences um, and we may have said things that we you know Old like we regret in when we're trying to get jobs or whatever and so she had some things where she talked about white people disparagingly uh, something similar had actually happened with a conservative author who was hired by the atlantic um and he was actually let go of like on the day that they hired him and so this seemed like there may be some kind of this may have been sort of like some backlash to that, like kind of revenge by some conservatives on Twitter because, you know, Twitter is <laughs> kind of just a malignant place. But anyway, so there were a lot of think pieces and whatnot, and I was kind of following it on the periphery. And um, I read the National Review, uh, you know, just to get kind of a holistic perspective, even though I'm not a conservative per se. Um, and uh, David French wrote, I thought, just a great piece on um, anti-white racism or, you know, like his the title of the piece is called Yes, Anti-White Racism Exists. And I mean, it's kind of a provocative title in it. The actual um, article, I thought, was just really well laid out and the Mm, the weeds uh, political podcast that I listened to they did an episode about it today and then David French responded to the episode and all three of those things were just excellent but I would definitely read David French's Do yes you have a place we can get this article it's on National Review really? I'll put the link in the notes uh, on the bottom Comments. of the podcast yeah um, okay so my light item is and this is sort of like uh, this is something I sent you uh, earlier this week, Ernie. Basically, uh, Gilbert <laughs> I Arenas. I know where this is going. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas right. was and My, I, uh, so I sports. Idol. I won't usually have sp nothing but sports <laughs> items to talk about during the pod. But Gilbert Arenas, he was a star NBA player. He played for the Washington Wizards like in the early two thousands, and his career was cut short when him and Another teammate, X Laker, an X Laker, X then X Grizzlies traded from the Grizzlies to the Wizards, um, brought guns into the locker room after fighting over a card game, and it's been really it's pretty interesting it, card game. Yeah, so I mean, the entire incident when it happened was very mysterious. It just seemed like some a lot of feelings were hurt and then guys just brought guns to the locker room and were just like ready to like, I mean, it looked nuts like from the outside and the star player basically got booted and suspended from the team and never really played again in the NBA. And the, the thing uh, that was crazy about that yeah. is, and I feel like this happens a lot with sports and it's funny that you brought this up because we were talking about the NFL, but I feel like the NFL did something similar, but after it was known that this happened, he actually played a couple of games. Who did? He Gil. Gilbert? He didn't get suspended right away. Huh. And it was only after there was like the investigation. backlash and Well, they didn't uh, they do an investigation <laughs> after Also he came out he came out in the intro with 
his gun his gun fingers out like making a joke of it yeah and gilbert the nba just came down hard on that on him like he was always kind of a clown like kind yeah. of a provocateur yeah so I anyway mean, they, the, they came down hard the story him. of what happened has never really come out until this week yeah you've heard you've heard pieces you've of heard it from pieces other but people. this this yeah. piece i thought really went it was into it was detail. by him because he went specific yeah so yeah. gilbert decides to tell the entire story to john gold of the action network john gold wrote a great piece i'll post this net link up too and it kind of went into this game called Ray, which is I guess this like spades or it's hearts. about it's like hearts and poker combined so it's like poker and mm -hmm. apparently it's super popular among the pro teams like NBA NFL MLB they all play it and they all play it for a lot of money and apparently like people really get into it and like fights yeah. break out putting, all kinds of putting stuff cars on the line yeah they put cars ton, hundreds of thousands millions of dollars like so anyway, this is about that story and how it all came to a head and how it got to the point where people were drawing guns on each other. Even a guy that makes like $60 million is pulling a gun out, like putting his entire life on the line. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I don't want to, you know. Javar's Crittenden, that dude. <laughs> the guy's in actual jail. Like, yeah. That I mean, that's just crazy. All right. So that's it for us. Um, we will come back to you after we watch Black Klansman and we edit this. Who knows how long that'll be? Hopefully, not that long. But um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time.